Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? 
Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. Hello, everyone. We are joined today by a very special guest. One of my very favorite people in Bachelor Nation, Tasha Adams, is here for a special mini In-Depth podcast. Welcome, Tasha. <laughs> Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm, I'm okay, you know? I'm getting through. <laughs> I was able I was able to start these magic uh, nausea pills this week which is helping me Um, okay yeah so we're we're getting through but you are seriously like you've been I I don't even know like how busy (sighs) you have been since you you ended up getting engaged to Zach which I am mind boggled that it's been a year (laughs) Well, it's been a year since I met him. Yeah, and Our then, one year engagement is next month. Okay, but yes, but still, like that's crazy I because I have so many. It's like weird. Jared and I did nothing when we were down there in Palm Springs except sit in our hotel room for five days. Yeah, but I have really fond memories of just sitting in the hotel room and like, I don't know. It was really whimsical. The Taylor Swift, um, uh, oh my God, folklore just come out. So like folklore is like the soundtrack to that time for me. Anyway, so let's talk about you and Zach. How often are you able to see each other? Because you go back and forth. Are you still by coastal by like definition? By definition, yes. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's actually, it's been a whirlwind um, just because I did move to New York um, on Christmas, mm-hmm. it was Christmas day. Aww. Um, yeah. And it was magical. However, it was still COVID time. Mm-hmm. So it was not really the New York that it is now. Um, but then I left to go film Katie season and that, um, took some time away as well. But since I got back to Katie season, I was actually in New York for a solid two months. I didn't even want to go home to orange County. So I could really give it a shot. And I just fell in love with the city. Zach and I had, a chance to actually date and um, just create so many new memories. And I feel like our relationship really started then, to be honest with you. Um, Cause it was at that point that we were able to like go out and I don't know, just go out in the middle of the night and go walk the park and just like do weird things that like we have been dying to do. So we do see each other. He was just here um, with me on my travel adventures. If mm-hmm. you want to call it that, I don't really know. Um, but we see each other often. Do you feel like the the missing is it the, the distance makes the heart grow fonder, or are you like, no, I'm like pretty ready to just live like normally with him on a day to day basis? You know what? Um, distance does make the heart grow fonder, but I'm like good with it for like two, three weeks, okay. and then I'm like, okay, I'm like ready to bounce. Um, but the good thing is, as I don't really see. This being like, I've been traveling quite a bit this year. I don't really see this being my, my life, you know, every year for the rest of my life. I think that this is just kind of like what's going to happen right now until I kind of set some boundaries and, and my foundation and what I want to do. And hopefully I can just live in New York full time. That's the plan. Nice. Yeah. So we like to like 
with the in-depth podcast go really deep back like to your childhood and oh. talk about how like that kind of started shaping you so you have uh, a sister and a brother am i missing one yes two brothers two one brothers. sister two brothers one sister and your parents are still together they've been married for how long like 32 33 years something like that so they've been together since high school. Oh, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. So describe like what your childhood was like in Orange County um, and how your parents kind of served as relationship role models for you. Hmm. If they did. Yeah. So life in Orange County. Um, well, my parents were both very young. Um, obviously, they had me. My dad was 19. My mom was 21. So wow. Are you the oldest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will say that my upbringing was very different than my siblings. Um, my parents and I were and are very close. And I think that, you know, it kind of came with its disadvantages having my parents be so young at times, just because, um, they were growing up too. And, um, my dad was very strict. Um, and I, couldn't really do too many things. I, I feel like I was always grounded <laughs> and I feel like, um, I don't know, just them working as many jobs as they did, um, to try to provide like the life that I had, you know, being in private school, it, it, it costs a lot. And so my, I remember my dad, when I was growing up, like was working like two, three jobs at a time. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, um, with that, with more and more siblings, like I just remember like watching my siblings growing up and, and, um, really just being like the caretaker of them, especially during like the summer. And, um, life was different. Life was really different. I will tell you my dad and my mom were way different parents to my little sister than they were to me. Like I was always the one getting in trouble and, um, having to do all the chores around my house. Like my sister could do whatever the heck she wanted to do. I was like, this is not fair. Um, but I think it shaped me to be the woman that I am today and like be very independent, but also a go-getter. And, um, I don't know. If your dad was strict, like how was your high school life? How was dating in high school? Did you get any of that? No. I didn't date. I think my, my first, okay. So my first kiss was my senior year of high school. Oh, that makes me feel better. Cause mine was my freshman year <laughs> of college. Okay. Yeah. So, and that was so weird in itself. Like I instigated it. I don't think anybody knows this story, but it was, um, like a Sadie Hawkins dance. Mm -hmm. And, but I didn't even get to go to the dance. I actually saw my friends after the fact. So I never went to any, high school dances but the, ever, but the my after parties are me. way more dangerous <laughs> than the actual dance <laughs> yeah so I was supposed to be, like, be going to like my girlfriend's house or whatever which I was and then they all kind of came to my girlfriend's house and I that's when I kind of like got to hang out with people but I did I talk to guys no I didn't I was so shy I went to an all-girls high school too so that doesn't really help but um yeah I was kind of I don't know, just kind of an introvert and kind of shy. Mm -hmm. So then you met your first husband when mm -hmm. you were in college, right? Correct. So yeah, sophomore year of college. Um, again, I went to a small private school and um, I don't know. I didn't really date anybody until him. I think he's the first person that I kind of like 
created a relationship with. I didn't introduce him to my parents till six months after dating him. And even then, when I introduced him to my dad, my dad didn't even look him in the face. He just like kind of shook his hand and like walked away. And it was rough. <laughs> it was very rough. Um, but luckily, then, you know, my parents obviously had a warm up to him. And yeah, it just kind of, uh, it, we, that lasted for a long time. How long were you guys together? Um, six and a half years total. Okay. Wow. So yeah. do I remember this correctly that you stayed a virgin oh. until you were married? Uh, yeah, you are right. You are correct. And what made you make that decision? Um, probably my dad instilling the fear of God into me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, he was so strict that he I should have know. really like loved and appreciated that. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> but, you know, also I grew up, um, you know, in a religious household and uh, since kindergarten, I've gone to private school. So I think that that was always kind of like taught to us, you know, sex is saved for marriage. And it's always been in the back of my mind, but it was more so for me getting into college. I think I was, maybe I was scared. Yeah. Same here. You know? Yeah. Mine, I was definitely, it was like, it was part like, oh, I want to save this for myself and part, um, I'm a little scared. Yeah. I'm a little awkward. scared. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you want to always hold like that value for yourself. And like, I feel like it was like this weird feeling of like, once you gave that away, like you would kind of feel like, I don't know. Um, I get it. Like the, the special is cherished or valuable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what kind of like what private school kind of does mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Did your, did your husband was he cool with that? Like, how was that weight for him? Um, yes and no. I think, yes, he accepted me for who I was when I, obviously he first met me. And, and that was a value that I held very dear to my heart. And I think he like loved me for that. Um, but I think it definitely was a challenge, um, quite a bit, you know, in that relationship, mm -hmm. um, especially, it, it, but it made it kind of easier just because we were long distance too for three years. So in a way, um, holding back was, was okay. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair. The OG has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. 
The scents are just amazing. And when I sit in my bathroom, it smells like a spa. I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. So let's fast forward a little bit to you know you meeting Zach, and it kind of comes full circle when you say young love is so much different than adult love because at the altar, you know, on the Bachelorette, <laughs> you say like this is like truly the first time I've like really ever like loved loved a person like this. Yeah can can you make can you make the distinction between can you describe young love versus the adult love feeling? Yeah, I think it's funny like when you're. You have your first boyfriend, you're like, oh, I'm going to marry him. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's like everything. Like you kind of grow with that relationship, but also you become that relationship when it's, when you're so young, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you grow together, you, your identity is not, you've been single for 30 years. You know what you want. Your career is this way, this, that, and that person's coming in to compliment you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of more like. You, you grow together like as a tree and you create your own branches. I think when you're young. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of like what I was starting to suffer from was that in my past relationship was that that relationship was me. And even when I got a divorce, I didn't know what the heck I wanted anymore. I didn't even know who the heck I was. I didn't have anything to my own name. And so that really scared me. And so when I did find Zach, it was really important to me. And that's why I told him since night one, like, I want a partnership. I want to build an empire. I want to be able to do my thing and you do yours. And we kind of come together and lift each other up. Um, And it wasn't until then that I found someone that also had the ambition to you know, create a life for himself, but wanted someone to compliment it. And so when I said that it was like this love of, um, really accepting a person for who they are and whatever they have going, you have to kind of like, okay, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Not trying to like conform and trying to change them. Um, and 
with him, like I was actually, it's so weird because like, I don't under, think people understand like how you can fall into love with someone so quickly and like as hard as you do, but I was very scared to lose it, you know? Yeah. I was, I just was like obsessed with watching you guys fall in love. So, <laughs> I mean, I felt it all through the screen. <laughs> you guys, on the first night you met, you made a wish into the wishing well and you just put coins back into it a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, did but you said that you were going to tell each other one day what you wished for initially. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So did you tell each other on the year anniversary? <laughs> we actually talked about it um kind of when we came back together after me filming Katie's season. Like we kind of I think after that it was kind of like we needed um we need to remember why we were with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's absolutely normal. And I think that that's, it's hard to like be in a new relationship and then kind of go away for a couple yeah. of weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is me being real and honest. I don't even think, you know, people don't need to know our story, but like, I think it's, people need to know that even though when two people are like heavily in love, you still go through things like, okay, we need to remember where we came from. Um, but we kind of reminisced and figured out why we got in this in the first place. And I think that we kind of shared our story then with each other. And it's very cute because essentially I'm not going to say it because I think we kind of want to hold out on it. Yeah, that's okay. They were very similar. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really, it's ironic. Like meant to be, you know, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I also just like I this is so random. I don't have a question that is associated with it really, but like I loved his family yeah. on on um oh. his on the show. There was just so much warmth from them. Like it was it was a hometown that like is just so memorable because of the people on it. And I feel mm-hmm. like you said that that was kind of when you fell in love with him, right? That's when you knew it was him. Was was when you met the family? Yeah. I mean, there were so many like reasons why that night, but it's just, he was so excited to introduce me to his family. And I was so freaking nervous. And he's just like, they're going to love you. It's going to be fine. And, um, he just started crying. Like once he saw his family, just because I think that in that moment, they both, like, he knew that they knew that he was really happy because he came in like smiling. And I guess like that wasn't something he was doing very often before he had met me. So they had kept t- saying like something's different. And um, I think that's when he knew like, okay, yeah, like this is a good relationship for me. But also I do remember Zach saying, cause he was going to go talk to his mom, I think, or his dad, I don't remember who. And then I was going to talk to the other parent And then he just like yelled right before he went out the door. Like you can tell her and ask her anything. She knows everything, like nothing's off limits. Mm. And so with that, I just was like, that was so reassuring to me. Like he is the person that he's telling me he is. And like, I can actually pick his parents' brain and like, they shouldn't be hesitant to tell me anything, you know? That's great. Yeah, that is such a good sign. Uh, And you guys... You actually said that night one, 
you like didn't have this love at first sight feeling. Did you have a yeah. front runner on night one or a couple <laughs> that you like weren't that? You, yeah, that wasn't Zach that you feel okay with like revealing. I feel oh like, oh my God, I feel like. Okay, so Jared and I were the first group date. So you went out with Brendan and then we were like the second date that you had. And the producers told us like mention so-and-so. And I think it was Ben and it may have been Zach. I think there was two like one syllable names. But yeah, describe like who was who you were thinking of after night one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were there were a couple of them. Um, I think obviously like first impression wise, I like gave my rose to Spencer. And I think that's just because like he reminded me probably of someone I dated in the past. And like I got that. You have to remember, like I didn't get the whole limo thing with everybody. I walked into a room. And so he was the first person that actually came out of the limo for me. And that's kind of when I was like, and I think maybe it was like the realization, like, oh my God, I'm the bachelorette. But also he was like very attractive. So that was someone I was like, at first, like caught my eye. More of like a Cinderella moment, like kind of what yeah. you more so imagined your night one to be. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but yeah, you are right. Um, ben was someone that kind of stuck out to me night one very easily. I don't know. Yeah. What it was, but he was definitely someone I was attracted to. Um, let's see who else was there. And I think Brendan was also someone that, he was my first one-on-one. So obviously he was someone that like I was talking to and I felt like there was like, a lot of similarity and chemistry there. So mm-hmm. that's why he got my first one-on-one. But I do remember talking to Zach, obviously, and having that wish with him was very special. And it was different than what a lot of the guys did because not really anybody had any like kind of gimmicks that night. Okay. And so it was just a quick little simple thing that kind of just like made it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. 
you should really apply for the bachelorette (laughs) or this one episode which is what our amazon purchase history says about us why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button ashley um say less this is really really interesting so to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts just search smart money happy hour and hit that subscribe button which i just did your wallet and your next road trip will thank you hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. 
I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's go from your experience as The Bachelorette to you going from that to six months later, guiding somebody else's <laughs> journey through it. How did you feel? How how was that being a mentor? And especially so soon after you went through it. Um, And you're going to, you're doing it again. Like, I know. And, and what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's answer that first. And then I have a follow-up. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, it was an amazing phone call. Like at first I was like, you're sure you're calling me, right? Like, I don't, that, that's I was like, really confused. That's like when they called you and you're, they're like, yeah, Claire's leaving. And you're like, uh-huh, what? You know, like, I really need to stop answering your guys' phone calls. Like, it's been, it's like a running joke now that I really need to stop answering their phone calls. Um, because my life changes drastically after I get them. But um, I just have to say, like, I was so excited to be there for Katie because I remember just like the feelings that I had was like, I just want to talk to some, like a girlfriend. And as much as you have that with like your producers and like, cause they are kind of like my family at this point, it's, sure. it's so different talking to like a girlfriend so freely and being like, Oh my God, like I was such a good kisser. But like, also I hated the way like his pants fit and you know what I mean? Like just like how girls talk certain amount of trust too like I think a moment where I thought it was very important or like comforting that it was you guys there and not your a standard host or a producer was this past Monday's episode when Mm -hmm. Caitlin came and knocked on the door to talk about Greg's departure and you just felt more like security there. You're like, you're not going to use my conversation right now to like be part of the show. Like, I really think that you care about me. Yeah. It's just, there's, there are times where we're like, okay, screw the cameras. Like, tell me how you are feeling right now. And I think just with that, you're like, okay, I am a real person. They are real people. I really am trying, you know, like it just makes the, the show of it all become like more of a reality, you know, and takes away what you think you have to be like. And I think, um, Katie really needed that. And I think that all bachelorettes really need that. It's it's such a weird situation. You know what I mean? It, it, just because 
you always have people looking at you. You're watching, you're having people watch you make out, fall in love and, and cry and go through all of these wave of emotions to the point where you almost kind of feel like you're kind of going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the morning you're extremely happy. And then at night you're going through a breakup and you're extremely depressed. And it's just kind of like you get back on your horse and you do it the next day. For me, I'm not going to lie. It, because it was so close to like my season, I feel like I kind of was in my feels a lot of the journey. Like I would even text Zach and be like, like, I'm thinking of us through this thing. Like I'm thinking of how you kind of stressed out, like going on a date or like how I was feeling. And it was tough for me. I was crying a lot. (laughs) Interesting. But yeah, it brings back, even when you're on set, it doesn't matter whether like you're even relating to the storyline going on, just like being around that energy and those same people, it brings back a whole bunch of nostalgia. Yeah. It it's, it was difficult to get through, but I think that, um, I just knew that I would have wished I had the same mentor. So I was just trying to be there as much as I can, you know, for her. Um, and I think it's an amazing thing to have for the bachelorette. How would it have been if Caitlin wasn't there with you? Um, you know, it's, it's so funny because I feel like our experiences were, Caitlin and I's experiences were so different, but also so similar. Like she started with another girl as well in her season. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. yeah, I, I came like out. That. Yeah. And I, you know, Claire was there before me and then I kind of walked into something, um, Caitlin and I, you know, had kind of like a rough batch with our, our first like bachelors, if you will. And like, I don't know, we just like really relate. And so even her and I are able to talk about our experiences and try to like figure out how we can help, you know, the, the bachelorette. Um, I don't know if I could, I don't know, give, I don't know. I think we both compliment each other very well. She went through a really emotional time on it, right? Mm-hmm. Because she was reminiscing a lot about her passes the lead. Yeah. And again, I don't think people understand that. Yes, we are creating a show, but it's very much so our life. Mm, (laughs) Like our, our feelings aren't fake. Like there's no way they can be like, you're still living through it. You're still, you know, intimately involved with these human beings. Like you obviously are giving a part of yourself. Like, so it's very real and it's, um, it's difficult. We only have a few more minutes, but I've got to talk about the ending of this episode this week with Greg mm-hmm. leaving. Um, we had a psych we had a psychiatrist on the podcast talking about what she thinks happened, and actually she she emailed us today a very long explanation she had after watching it thoroughly through, which was different than my initial impression, which was th- that it was I thought he was gaslighting her like crazy. What was your impression? Uh-huh. I I mean, it's tough. I think that Greg was just really hurt. I thought that he wasn't validated in some of the ways that he was treating her, obviously. But I think he, like, genuinely really loved her, and he just wanted that validation. You are way more right, according to our psychiatrist, (laughs) than I was. She said that a lot of it has to do with the trauma that he's gone through with his dad, and He kind of had a moment of regression to just like not being able to be loved back the way that he expected to be loved back. So I'll get we'll get into this again on like our regular podcast on 
Monday, but I just wanted to get your perspective on that. And then like, what the heck is going to happen with Monday's episode? Like my, like, you know, like, you know, (laughs) and I am sitting here with my best guess being that she either goes after Greg, tries to make that work. Or just says, like, I'm truly leaving. Like, I'm actually going to book my ticket home because I, I I don't feel like I can say yes to either two of, two, two of the ones that are left. Let's just say, I mean, as we've seen already, Katie is a very strong individual and she knows what she wants. And once she makes up her mind, um, like, she doesn't falter on that. So you're seeing her really at, at her her lowest. Um, and honestly, the next episode, I die. I can't <laughs> handle it. I watched it back and I was like, you're freaking kidding me. Like, I still can't believe the twist and turn. It's Did not you over know? Yet. Did you know everything that went down or were there things that went down that you didn't even know? No. And the, no, like I actually... <laughs> wasn't I don't even I don't think I was on property when this um when Caitlin was with her um this past episode so when I got on and I like heard what happened I was like I'm sorry what like it took me a little bit to actually figure out what was going on and this girl she's a strong one but I'm telling you her her strength is uh you're gonna see another side of it okay Yes, right. very much so. Well, that was a fantastic tease, Tasha. So now that you're you're on you're are you on set of Michelle's season now? I don't know if I can say that, but I, technically I can. So yeah. Oh, okay, great. I am. So um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as what you learn from hosting, mentoring Katie's season, what are you going to do differently? Anything that you'll you'll apply in a different way? You think? You know, I think it's so funny. Caitlin and I were talking about this, like we were giving advice to Michelle and I'm like, I feel like I've already said this. Like, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. But the thing is we are, and we aren't, we all feel the same things like going through this experience. Um, which is why like we're able to relate, you know what I mean? But everybody is very different. I think Michelle is a very different woman than Katie is. And so Honestly, the twists and turns that are going to happen here are going to be very different from Katie. And so we just kind of go with the flow. I don't know how it's going to be different, but I'm telling you right now, it's already different. And oh my gosh. So (laughs) (laughs) Taisha Adams, everyone, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time out of your exhausting days and all the interviews you have to do to be with us. You are the greatest. Thank Thank you. you. I'm so happy to see you. And honestly, like I said before, I'm so freaking excited for you. I cannot wait to be a mom. One of our favorite memories from the day that we announced was you and Caitlin calling us and you being so emotional. That was just the sweetest thing. Like, seriously, (laughs) I have that screenshot, a picture of you guys, and it's the cutest thing. It makes me like very grateful again for all the experiences and the people that we've met through this process. We're all going through it in a different way, but like it's, we, we have like this, we have this bond, so it's exciting, but yeah. I'm glad we were able to do this. I appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. Bye, Deja. Bye. (laughs) Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 